Welcome back into another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 44. I am your host, Carter E. Joining me on the other side of the desk is my producer, Jeff Mulvahill of InstaImage.com, as always. But before we go any further, I would like to thank today's title sponsor. That is Double J Auto NV in Gardnerville. You can find them online at www.doublejautonv.com. Jeff, it's it's a weird week. It's a weird, unique week after the way Friday smoke affected everything. Almost every football game in the area other than at least one that I know of was postponed to Monday night. That includes Carson against Reed and uh, Douglas against Galena. Both are home. Uh, we're recording this Monday morning. Both are home Monday night at, with 5 o'clock starts. They are the quote-unquote homecoming games, even though now the homecoming dance and celebration has already happened for both schools. But something to keep an eye on there for sure. You can find all those recaps online at www.nevadapeel.com and recordcourier.com as well. I'll be at Carson Reed. Uh, last week's guest and Nevada Appeal uh, all-around just reporter Duke Rittenhouse will be at Douglas Galena, so you can follow him on Twitter there to get uh, live updates. Though I guess by the time you're hearing this Tuesday morning, that'll be a, a little too late, but keep, in, keep that in mind for future because I'm sure it will not be the last time Duke will be out at a local sporting event. Anyways, I don't want to touch on football too much because they tend to be the, the main topic of the last couple episodes. I know it was, especially last week. Um, but since we don't have any results to talk about, I mean, I say we just move on to, to other things. And uh, next week, you'll get a twofer. We'll have two football games to talk about instead yeah, of... a lot of stuff next week because tons of stuff got canceled last week due to the smoke. Postponed. Postponed. I'm sorry. It's you're a correct. Big difference. Cancel is not the correct and word. It is not the correct word. Canceled means it's not happening. Yeah. It will, means it's not going to be made up, whereas postponed means it's going to be made up. It is a critical distinction in and, my and line of work. Frantic amount of work by the athletic directors and all the staff at the schools. It's crazy how I much. Yeah, I have athletic directors all the time text me that games are canceled, and I go, "Okay, so when's the makeup game? Like, when are you when are you trying to reschedule it? Because it's not canceled. These are league games that you are rescheduling. Therefore, they are postponed. Um, you can call me a a grammar nerd, but I work for a newspaper, That's so true. True. it's very Absolutely important. True. And if I put so such and such game is canceled, most people probably think that uh, that game is not happening. Which, like I said, these games are all postponed." Um, to be made up here, um, starting Monday with night football. Monday night football. I was joking with uh, Aiden Flory this morning as I was helping out with something at Douglas High that uh, is just getting ready to be a professional football player, get ready to play on on Monday nights. And it should have been last week though, because Monday night game last week was terrible. There, <laughs> there's two, there's two coming on Monday night this week that I think could be pretty interesting. But that's neither here nor there. Jeff, let's turn to Carson High volleyball. Which is sitting at nine and five on the year so far. They are two and three in league play. They have won two in a row. Uh, their most recent win coming via a sweep against Reed. Get this: Sarah Miller is tied for nineteenth in the state in kills with one hundred and three so far this season. She has been tearing it up for the Senators on the attack. Uh, I think I believe I said this last week. It's it's pretty obvious how much how improved that team is overall. They just look more more sound, more fundamental, um, more 
accustomed to uh, a higher level of volleyball, I guess, if, if that's the way to put it. Um, but they are finding finding talent in, in unique places as well. Um, Anna Turner, second on the team with 80 kills, and then freshman Abigail Franco with 50. So they are finding uh, new, new ways to contribute all over the place. Riley Kolsch leads the team in assists with 43. And then on the block, of course, you're looking at Sarah Miller and Anna Turner as well. Those two have been a force and um, continue to honestly pick up right where they left off last year and are showing that this is not a Carson team that's, you know, you can easily look past like maybe some teams um, in the past for uh, poor choice of words there on my part, but nine and five. I mean, they went three and fourteen last year, so nine and five, two and three in league. They are already much improved. This week they've got a home game against McQueen Wednesday. Sorry, I almost said Monday. Home game against McQueen Wednesday. Uh, McQueen's two and seven, so looking like Carson might pick up their third win in a row. And then of course Thursday they go to Douglas. I believe it is our first Carson Douglas matchup of the school year in any sporting event if i am not mistaken there so shortly followed by soccer on the shortly weekend. followed by soccer yes absolutely and uh douglas volleyball also had a thriller against spanish springs who's really good so far this year spanish springs now 19 and 3 douglas took him to five sets uh last week that was a game i was at and that recap can be found online as well at recordcourier.com but a really good game and uh, i think a very important thing for for Douglas is head coach Susie Townsville was seeing them fight throughout all five sets. They started off with Reno and Minogue, which is always tough when you jump into league play against generally the two best teams in the league. And uh, Townsville wasn't exactly thrilled with the way they looked against those those two. But to take it five sets and lose 15-12 in the fifth to Spanish Springs, I think really shows that you know Douglas is sitting at nine and eleven, but is clearly right there with you know a nineteen and three Spanish Springs team that appears to be right with the the top of the rest the rest of the top of the north. If uh, you can follow me along there, but the volleyball scene much improved, like I said over over here in uh, the uh, Eagle and Carson Valleys. Um, <laughs> this still throws me off to this day that Carson Valley is not Carson City, but that is uh, neither here nor there. So definitely keep an eye out on volleyball. Like I said, should have some some updates for you there, um, including like I said, Carson with a home match Wednesday against McQueen, and then traveling to Douglas on Thursday. Douglas, on the other hand, will take on Galena at Galena Tuesday before hosting Carson on Thursday. The Tigers are 9-11 and 2-4 and in league play. Hopping over to the soccer ranks where uh, the Carson boys soccer team has had, what, back-to-back games now postponed due to smoke, um, including last Monday's and then this past Saturday morning's game as well. Uh, Carson girls soccer also had a game against Reed on Tuesday, moved as well. Um, however, they are back in action Tuesday afternoon at Bishop Minogue. Um, Carson with a win in its latest game, a 2-1 winner over Damani Ranch. Alyssa Tamita put in a game-winning penalty kick, basically as as time expired there. Uh, got a neat little feature story coming up on the Carson High girls soccer team, um, for those of you interested. They use a technology that maybe you're more familiar with than I am as I've started to 
pay attention to it more, but the, the trace technology and the, the bands they wear around their, their calves, I guess, for, or the tracker at least, uh, pretty neat idea to, I guess, not only give you statistics that you wouldn't normally see, but also a way to a much faster and streamlined way of getting highlights for girls looking to promote themselves to the college coaches. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually a participant in the program, so my daughter wears one. So okay. uh, it is very interesting. Um, it's great for especially my wife because she just can go on and look at the highlights that involved our player. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to want to watch the whole game, but <laughs> <clears throat> that's a whole separate thing. You know, and I haven't looked at what what it would be on one of the, you know, Gracie or Alyssa or one of the the uh, varsity players that's on the field all the time. I'm sure the stats are significantly different, but it's it is a very interesting, uh, and the camera angle is not that bad, uh, considering that I chase the game around the field for the big lens and all that, and uh, it it uh, it's not, you know, it's not ESPN, no. but uh, it's definitely close enough that you can see especially stuff in the midfield and what goes on there and and uh and recognize and it, it just it's a camera that sits atop a, a basically a light stand at the half line and it just follows and I, I would love to know the technology because it's software based mm-hmm. um so the the technology just there's a tracker on they just wear it down around their ankle mm-hmm. and you get an email probably you know a couple hours after the game uh you know obviously the coaches have to get home and upload it mm-hmm. um and then it sends you basically a highlight highlight reel of your player so yeah and i mean not only is it sending you sending said player highlight reel you've also got stats like you know top speed uh you know distance traveled t- number of touches etc where uh you know not only is it you know, tell college coaches what kind of player you might see, but it's also adds a little bit of a, I guess, a competitive atmosphere between players who want to not only better themselves and challenge themselves, but also, you know, potentially a, a way to, uh, to push each other, um, to say, you know, so-and-so I can run this fast and well, they, they, they can see each other's stats as well. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can click on any of the players and watch their, um, which is nice. I mean, all the girls are friends, mm-hmm. so it's 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 uh, an interesting environment. Yeah, I thought it was a neat little angle, at least to a to a story there. So something to, to keep a lookout for in this weekend's edition of the Nevada Appeal. I did hear that when they first started wearing them, especially with the band on the calf, it was causing uh, some cramping issues early on. But it sounds like that has uh, quickly been resolved. But uh, you know, just you know, you start wearing new things, and you have to kind of get used to to wearing them, um, especially since like originally I thought that, you know, dental floss looking box was in the, like their heel, which seems like an awful idea. But obviously now that I know it's strapped around your, your calf or a little lower, it's, uh, not as in the way as some of, uh, the tech can be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it, it's prominent. I mean, all the MLS players wear that little sports bra looking mm-hmm. thing, and that's got a tracker between their shoulder blades. Yep, and I know Carson is not the only team in Northern Nevada to use no, the trace yeah, technology either. Multiple teams. So it's a fun addition to the season. I mean, I, it wasn't something that was even on our radar as far as you know, my daughter's a freshman, so it's, um, and they're tracking both teams, so it's. It's nice to see. Switching over to the Douglas High girls soccer ranks where they are coming off a 2-1 win over Damani Ranch. 
That got them to 3-1-1 one, and one in the North, uh, in Class 5A North League play so far. Goals came from Aaliyah Weaver and Ava Coons, assisted by Sierra McPherson and Kaylee Bradford, uh, respectively. There, Aaliyah Weaver now leading the team with five goals so far for the Tigers. She's had a hat trick in one game, so I mean that's where a bulk of them came from. But that's not to not to take away anything from from her. She's you know was a dominant player last year as a sophomore and has continued to prove her ability to score up front as a junior. Uh, fellow junior Ava Coons is doing the same thing with three goals and two assists there. Camden Miller has two goals and an assist. However, she is now out for the year with an ACL injury. So Douglas is down a senior captain and midfielder there as well, which will which will definitely be uh, a big loss, not only for the Douglas girls soccer team, but also the Douglas girls basketball team once they start up in the winter, because I, I don't think she'll be able to be back for that from what I was hearing. So that's a that's a tough loss for the Tigers there. They are away at Reed uh, Tuesday and then at Carson this weekend, as we alluded to there for a 1230 kick. Um, but keep some I mean, keep watching the that Tiger girls soccer team. They're always good. But you know, I think there's some more injuries piling up on top of um, Miller's season ender, season ending injury. Excuse me there. So uh, the Tigers sitting at five three and one and three one and one in league play, always around the top on the five A North. However, as injuries pile up, if injuries continue to pile up, it is never a guarantee that that's where you're going to finish if uh, you can't stay healthy, which is always a big issue. Not a, bi- a big um, not issue, but a big point for every team. I guess you got to stay healthy throughout the year. That's I th- that kind of goes without saying, to be honest. Uh, over to the Douglas boys soccer team. They've won now won four in a row with a three zero win over Elko on over the weekend. That was their first league game of the year. Uh, like I said, a three zero final there. They had goals from uh, Gustavo Villalobos, Alex Diaz, and Wee Wee. And uh, the assists were pr- pretty interesting. Uh, Alex Diaz assisted on Villalobos' goal. Diaz then scored with an assist by Wee Wee, and then Wee Wee scored with an assist by Isaiah Chavez. So that is, uh, like I said, the Tigers now four and two, one and zero in Class Three A league play this year. They're a much younger team, as I said a few episodes ago from talking to head coach Ricky Diaz. But obviously, they are you know, rolling at the moment. They've only given up five goals in six games so far this season. So that defense is clearly doing something right. And they haven't lost since, uh, since August at this point, I know we're only midway through September, but a good look here at, uh, Douglas boys soccer so far, they will travel to McQueen Thursday, at least per max preps, which, you know, sounds like might need a little updating every now and again with some of these schedules, but <laughs> keep it, keep an eye out on Douglas boys soccer. That's something I'm sure we will have more coverage of here as they get to play some more home games. They've been on the road quite a bit uh, to start the season so far. I believe just one, technically just one home game at the moment. Uh, they were given a home game, but it was in a tournament at uh, South Lake Tahoe. So like I said, Douglas boys soccer, though, off to a good start. Just the the soccer down in Minden seems to be, you know, kind of a, a level up. I know the boys are playing in, in the 3A ranks, but they are still, you know, proving that they they can hang there. And I know there were a lot of class 5A teams, in, at least on the boys' side, that dropped to 3A um, last year. So we'll see how that 
realignment works out once we get <laughs> reset up there. I'll save that for another episode of the podcast because that's going to be a whole smorgasbord of, of things happening there. Uh, one last team I wanted to touch on before we end this episode was Dayton High Girls Volleyball. They are now 15-4 and four after sweeping hug over the weekend. That was a 25-10, 25-23, win for the Dust Devils. Little issues there. Riley Glenn led the Dayton volleyball team with 10 kills. She has been uh, pretty much lights out as a senior so far. Has been a very impressive player um, through the early part of the season there. Uh, they only had only had one block, but however, they had, you know, digs from all over the place. Hallie Peterson led the way with eight digs there. And um, on the passing side, they have a few different um, players who have assists, but Penny Lane has 13 assists for the Dust Devils to lead the way in that win over Hug. Like I said, sitting at 15 and four now for Dayton. They have yet to play a league game, though, which is uh, interesting to this point of the year, but um, still impressive nonetheless. They've now won five of their last six, uh, and that only loss was to a team from Texas. So uh, their loss previous to that was August 27th to Carson in a tournament in a two out of three sets. They will be at home Tuesday evening against Virginia City in another non-league contest before traveling to Elko Friday in a league game there. Jeff, I think that's all I got, and I know – we used to, we've started doing the schedules, but I think I kind of teased a few of those. But anyways, what else do we have going on this week? It's actually a fairly busy week mm-hmm. um, as far as Douglas Carson. Wednesday, girls tennis. Thursday, girls tennis. Uh, some of that is because of smoke cancellations, or not cancellations, postponements. There you go. Reschedulings. <laughs> Um, so Douglas got girls tennis Wednesday and Thursday, uh, volleyball Thursday. Uh, so that tent, that parking lot's going to be busy again if you're down at Douglas on Thursday. And then Saturday, boys soccer and girls soccer. Uh, girls soccer is at Carson, however. Uh, boys soccer will be at home at 10 and 11.45. And then I, I ha- uh, had a little change here. I'm adding... I was cutting everything off on Saturday and realized that anybody that's listening to this on Wednesday is going to miss what's going on next Tuesday. So I added Tuesday. Um, Next Tuesday, I've got girls tennis at home, girls soccer at home, and volleyball all at home. So that's going to be a super busy Tuesday on the 27th. So it's a week and a day from today. Uh, Switching over to Carson, they've got girls golf on Wednesday, so that's in two days, this Wednesday the 21st, and then boys soccer is at home. Um, They're going to be happy to finally get playing Mm -hmm. again. Uh, They're at home at 5 and 6.45 against Galena. Thursday, we've got boys tennis and girls soccer at home, and then Saturday, uh, that match that you were talking about between Douglas and Carson girls at Carson. Uh, you have a 12:30 varsity and 2:15 JV game. Then Monday, boys soccer is back out, and Tuesday, boys tennis and girls soccer again at home. So that's quite a a streak of home games for the girls soccer teams. Yeah, things are getting busy now as we uh, head towards the final couple weeks of September. Obviously, fall sports still running through October and even into early November, depending on the sport. But. Yeah, and- all those games that got postponed next week, they're trying to m- mash in, mm-hmm. and some of them are 
awfully creative places to squeeze them in, but they're trying to get them in. Yeah, and especially with them being league contests, I know they're they're pretty set on making sure those games are actually played because once you start losing league contests, your playoff seedings get a little out of whack and things don't work out as nicely as uh, they should, assuming there wouldn't there isn't any any issues. But obviously, you know, August, September in northern Nevada smoke is kind of a staple. Wanting to go from smoke on Friday to rain on Monday is I don't remember that in my time here, and I've been here almost 20 years. So. Yeah, just take the ash out of the sky and put it in the water, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the schedule, Dayton, very quiet out there. Um, they've only got home at home games on Friday. They Boys soccer is at home. Boys varsity soccer is at home. And then Saturday, super quick turnaround. They play at 445 on Friday and 10 a.m. Saturday morning. So hopefully they're... Uh, well fit because that's a tough turnaround for a varsity for a varsity team and then over to sierra lutheran uh, girls golf plays on thursday the 22nd and saturday there's a cross-country meet a football game at one o'clock and then next tuesday for sierra lutheran we got girls golf again and volleyball at five Awesome. Well, quite a bit to look forward to. As always, stay tuned to our websites at NevadaPeel.com and RecordCourier.com to get the latest uh, prep sports coverage there. I would be remiss if I didn't take a moment to thank the coaches that have been submitting stats to me um, recently. I know it's been it's become more of a thing recently, and I greatly appreciate it. It makes my job much easier. With that being said, there are still plenty of coaches that could uh, add some more stats and or uh, reach out with stuff. Also, for those of you who have listened this far, uh, you know, if you've got suggestions or questions that you want to pose to the podcast, feel free to hit my inbox. That's going to be C-E-C-K-L at NevadaAppeal.com. I would say pretty much any question goes. I mean, obviously, show appropriate and whatnot. But uh, yeah, feel free to let me know if you've got any questions for us. You can also ask them on Twitter as well. Otherwise, thank you again to today's title sponsor in Double J Auto. You can find them online at www.doublejautonv. Uh, for my producer, Jeff Mulvihill, I'm Carter Eckel. That's going to do it for episode 44, and we will catch you guys next week. Take it easy. Take it easy.